No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you the straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions, but the words of wisdom and solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? Doing great. Thanks, Jeff. That is great to hear. I hope our listeners are doing well today, too. Well, Brian, here we are together again on the radio. Lo and behold, Christmas is less than a week away, so we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays. Whatever you do this time of the year, we hope that you are happy and healthy. And, of course, the new year just around the corner. I don't know about you, Brian, but can 2021, is it even possible for it to be worse than 2020's been, in your opinion? <laughs> well, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on this show or anything, but, you know, we don't know the extent of the, you know, the economics actually through COVID and all the, the difficulties that brought about. It did not destroy the stock market. Okay, nope. so the stock market is doing just fine. Will it be doing fine next year? You know, that's a big question. We don't know the answer to that. We do know the answer for 2020, that it did just fine. So at least our 401ks should be intact. And, you know, we didn't take devastating losses there. You know, I have clients that have devastating losses in their family. I have clients devastating losses with their job prospects. And But I don't have any that, that lost, you know, are losing money in the stock market, you know, because of the, the year we've had. So there was that piece of it. So I don't know. But, you know, life's always a struggle. You know, every generation has their challenges. We've talked about that in the show before. Whether you're going through uh, Vietnam War or World War II or World War I, another pandemic, whatever it is, every generation has challenges. And so this, this is ours and probably more challenging for my kids than it is for me because I can work from home and, you know, they're missing out on, on a lot of stuff that you know, I enjoyed when I was their age. 
You're right. I mean, going to school, as you said, at Zoom meetings and all that sort of thing, they're missing out on the camaraderie and hanging around with their friends and just, you know, everything that goes into going to school. And of course, COVID is still with us, a vaccine around the corner. That's been positive news for the market. But a really sobering fact, a friend of mine published just a couple of days ago, and he was talking about the deadliest days in American history. Galveston hurricane, 8,000 people died. Antietam, Civil War, 3,600 9-11, 2,977 people died. After that, the deadliest days in American history he's talking about was a week ago last Thursday. 2,861 people died of COVID. And then after that was a week ago Wednesday, a week ago Tuesday, a week ago Friday. Hmm. And then after that is Pearl Harbor with 2,403 people dead. So, you know, COVID is still out there. And I don't understand the people who are anti-maskers who just say, well, I'm not going to wear a mask because it's against my personal freedom. This is not (laughs) Nazi Germany. And, you know, you can't make me wear a mask. And unfortunately, you know, with Christmas just a little ways away here, that might be more deadly than even Thanksgiving has been, and we haven't seen all the results from Thanksgiving yet. So what do you think about COVID coming to an end here in 2021? Do you think that we'll make progress with so many people who just don't heed the rules? Well, you know, there's so many angles on that. It it has become political. You know, wearing masks became political for some reason. I don't know why. And unfortunately, I think there's been reactions both sides too strong in that uh, closing down businesses that, you know, say, well, this one can, can stay open, but the one next to you can't. And, and you're going, huh. So I can stand around a lot, a lot of people buy some, some weed, but yeah, I right, can't, right. you know, go to the church. Or, you know, I had to take that to the Supreme Court. And so I'm going, well, yeah, there's no standard for what makes sense. And, and frankly, we've talked on the show before, you know, common sense is not always all that common. Right. And I would say, I'm, you know, don't want to be political on here, but both parties are kind of in that boat. I, I just hear comments that, yeah, we've held up coronavirus relief until after Trump's election, you know, until after the election because we didn't want to help Trump. I'm like, really? <laughs> you you yeah. all should go home. You just should resign right now right. and go home. Right. You don't care about anything except right. power, personal power. And that's just disgusting. You would hold something up and, you know, it's just... It's become, a virus has become a political party almost. So it's like, yeah. you know, everybody needs to grow up and, you know, take a dose of extra dose of common sense and actually try and help each other out, whether it's, you know, making sure you don't expose people getting sick or you don't punish the country because you want to be elected or whatever your, your goal is, or you want to shut down businesses because it plays well for people who voted for you to, you know, hey, it's not my business. So what the heck? We'll shut them all down. You know, I don't go to church. Let's shut down churches. You know, whatever it is, it's become so politicized that it is pretty disgusting, in my opinion. Yeah, well, COVID-19, of course, still with us. There is the promise of a vaccine. I think some people have already begun to get that vaccine. And as uh, 2021 rolls on there, I think more and more people are going to get the vaccine. But as you said, the stock market and the market in general, we've talked about the difference between the stock market and the market in general. But for some reason, it just seems to completely ignore all of this and unemployment and has those record highs. Why is there such a disconnect between the market and what's going on out there? And should we really take these numbers as just numbers? Well, you think about the market cap weightings of the market, close to half of the market is in technology and healthcare. Well, viruses don't hurt healthcare. I mean, obviously you have to come up with drugs and treatment and, and everything around that. Viruses used to affect computers. <laughs> 
Remember, right. you get a computer virus. We seem to have good antibodies and immunization with antivirus computer stuff. And so, so much of the market is technology-based companies and technology doesn't catch coronavirus. So they're fine. So, so many of the industries, when you look at what they actually do and how their sales are affected, many of the industries that weight heavily in the S&P 500 don't get affected negatively by the coronavirus. Some do, but many of them do not. So, Brian, taking a look at 2021, as far as investors go, I know that some people have been a little shy here during 2020. There have been some bargains out there. Is this a good time, if you are a stock purchaser, to take a look at some of these bargains? We want to buy low and sell high, and so many people do just the opposite. They say, well, my gosh, this particular stock, whatever, dropped 20 cents. Brian, you give you a call. I got to sell. I got to sell. <laughs> and they're doing really the opposite of what they should. So, Brian, can we take advantage of this situation? Are stocks and some investments on sale? Well, that's a great question and a bit of a trick question there, Jeff, because it's so difficult sitting here today talking to you about the stock market. I could throw out opinion, there's, you know, and, and about what the market's going to do tomorrow or next week or next month. And my, my chances of being right are about right real tight to 50%. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in that short time period. But I would say that over a long time period, I would have to work really hard to find a long-term time period where the market wasn't up or up a lot. And I can think of a couple of those time periods. There was a 10-year time period from 2000 to 2010 where the market didn't gain anything. We had two crashes. We had the dot-com 9-11 recession. We had the 2008 banking collapse. And at the end of the decade, all you did was recover to where you started that decade. So there's one. And the other one was the Great Depression. And so it'd be in the late 20s to the late 30s, the market was down. So there have been occurrences where in a 10-year time period, the market did not do uh, anything positive, but they're hard to find. I mean, you, you put all the different 10-year time periods, even if you picked like 02 to 12, well, you're way up. Or, you know, uh, 1998 to 2008, you, you probably are up some even with that. Because my point here is being invested is what's important and staying invested. It's very hard to time the market because it's going up over time. And it's hard to time the drops in something that goes up. And so maybe you have that figured out. Well, that's pretty difficult to do. But I would say people that were invested, you know, the clients that I work with have millions of dollars. The, the common theme over and over and over is, well, I just kept putting money in <laughs> and I let it stay invested. Yeah, that pretty much works. I'm pretty sure that strategy has worked for millions and tens of millions of people. That's probably the best advice I can give on that. Yeah, and we were talking off the air about a friend of mine who did a job actually delivering medical equipment for like 25 years. You wouldn't think that that is a high-paying job, and it probably wasn't. But he invested regularly through his employer, and just the other day, he took a look at his statement, or at least his uh, advisor gave him a call and said, Tom, guess what? You've got like a million one right now. And in three years, you'll have like a million two, a million three. The secret for him was just time. He put it in there. He let it grow over the years. And as you said, there's been ups and downs, but the important thing is that he just had time at his side. He let it go there. But let's say that time isn't necessarily on your side in the respect that you need to retire for some reason in the next year or so. And it's sort of a down market at this point. Should you do everything that you can to avoid or delay retirement? Or are there ways you can just go ahead and pull the trigger now and still make it work? Well, that's a, a great lead in to why we do financial plans. I can't answer that, Jeff, because I don't know who I'm talking about yet. 
And so that's why when we do a financial plan, just yesterday I went through one and so they were so nervous because they wanted to retire next month. And we did the plan and, oh, give us the bad news. I'm like, no, I have really good news. You know, we, we went through all the aspects of it and they, they, they were just so happy, so relieved. And they, they could see what their income was going to be in their 80s. I mean, what their wow. assets might look like under the assumptions we used. And they were very substantial and they really didn't have to worry. So now they get to retire and not worry. Uh, whereas they, if they had not had that plan done, they couldn't do that. And they probably, he'd probably just keep working because out of fear because of the unknown. But I could have solved that, you know, just by looking at this plan and showing it to them and going over all the attributes with it. So getting a plan done answers those questions. And, and certainly you're right, time on your side. That's why a lot of the products we talked about, uh, Fixed Index Universal Life, boy, you talk about time on your side working in your favor or fixed index annuities or, or the stock market. Having all of those in your, in your portfolio makes a dramatic difference. But certainly if you're uh, considering retirement, you got to have a financial plan because I can tell you what it looks like today, but but we need to know what it's going to look like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 25 years from now uh, to get it right. So often you're the bearer of good news. People come in and they don't think they can retire. And I, I've heard over the years we've done this show, it's been now nearly seven years that it is uh, relatively common sometimes. You take a look at someone's plan that you go, guess what? You know, you can retire right now if you want to. You can buy the house on the lake that you always wanted. Here's the good news. Let me show it to you right here in black and white. You've got these plans run out to, you know, 90 years old. So, you know, many times getting a financial plan, you get some really good news. And for our listeners here, you know, if you want a Christmas present, you're looking for some good news. I would invite you that if you haven't already done it, to call 844-MADRONA and request your complimentary financial plan. Again, there's no cost or no obligation whatsoever to get this. All you've got to do is call that number 844-MADRONA. Request your plan. You can also go out to the website at madronafinancial.com and request that plan there. Once again, no cost and no obligation. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, Happy Holidays to you and yours. We'll take a quick break. Be right back with more of our show after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. When you need something important done around the house, you call a professional. Why is it when it comes to retirement investments, most people don't know what theirs is built on or even if it's right for them? Madrona Financial Services is made of a team of professionals that will create a retirement plan as individual as you are and make sure your financial foundation is clear to you every step of the way. Call them today at 844-MADRONA for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. They'll learn about what you want most out of retirement, plus you'll get an investment and retirement analysis and a tax analysis. You've worked hard to earn it and save it. Take the time to have the right professionals help you keep it and grow it. Find a better way at Madrona Financial Services and bring everything together. Call Madrona Financial Services today for your free retirement readiness review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. The news of the day sounds bleak. Schools are canceled. Travel plans have been canceled. Sports are canceled. But good news, your retirement has not been canceled. At Madrona Financial Services, we are focused on the big picture and don't engage in fear-based decision-making. We know this too shall pass, and the future will hold tremendous opportunity. But you need to make sure your nest egg is safe from market volatility today because you don't get a second chance at retirement. If you're unsure about the safety of your retirement income or your exposure to market volatility, you must take action today. Start by registering for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now by registering at madronafinancial.com. 
We'll explain what's happening in the financial world and discuss strategies you can put in place to help your portfolio weather this storm. Don't make decisions based on fear and misinformation. It's time to be confident in your financial team and retirement strategy. Register for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about smart tax moves to make before the end of the year. And Brian, this being close to the end of the year, we've got less than two weeks before 2021 rolls around. So let's talk about some of the important end of year deadlines. You'd mentioned tax deadlines. But before we talk about that, I want to talk about some important year end deadlines that as an investor, you probably should be aware of. Are there things that we should be taking a look at before the end of the year, such as risk tolerance? What are some of the things beyond taxes that we want to take a look at? Yeah, I think it's always a good idea to periodically look at what you have. I would say probably about half the people I talk to that have, say, a 401k plan where it's under their own control, when I ask them if they know what they're in, they really can't answer it. And so I, you know, I said, well, it may have been a while since you've looked at that or rebalanced it. Maybe we should look at that. And he said, and they might say something like, well, by a while, do you mean like 15 years? I'm like, yeah, that would be a while. So yeah, that's probably the last time I looked at it. And I don't even know what it is I'm looking at. So like, yeah, I understand that. It's not what you do for a living. So having some evaluation of that, and it's probably not going to be yourself. There are, you know, a percentage of people I'm talking to that have a good sense of what they're in and why they're in it and where they want to be. But I would say a vast majority of the people listening to me today do not have a strong understanding of their weightings by sectors and small cap, mid cap, large cap bonds, foreign U.S. commodities, you know, real estate all that stuff within their retirement accounts. So always a good idea to get that checked up. And, you know, you take your car in, you go for an annual physical. Right. Why not get a, a you know annual checkup at least on your finances? Right. And I get an annual health checkup, too. So a lot of people are ignoring their finances. And that's going to be really, really important because if your financial life isn't in place, I mean, a lot of things are going to go haywire for you. Also, December 31st is what the last day to make some retirement account contributions. Yeah, there are certain kinds of retirement account. Before I get into that, it occurs to me that I mentioned that there are people that know what they have and why they're in it and all that. Right. But even they need to get it checked out because even doctors go and get a physical, right? Even right. I have a business coach. I coach businesses. I'm a mm. national coach. And I have a coach. And I believe off air, you were talking about, you've been doing this your whole life, Jeff. You have a coach too, right? I do. I have a voiceover coach. I mean, I've been broadcasting for, gosh, 30 years or so, and I do voiceover work and have recently gotten into more of that. But you're right. As a professional, I have a coach in Los Angeles who keeps me on my toes. And I think that is really something that a lot of people neglect. I mean, when we talk often about sports on this show, we're both sports fans and, you know, football and basketball. My son-in-law is assistant coach with the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I mean, those players are practicing and they're getting coaching every day. I mean, it is so important that if you want to stay in your game and stay at the top, that you never 
get to the point where you think that I don't need some help once in a while. And you, as accomplished as you are, Brian, all the success that you've had, people who've listened to this show know how smart you are. You're a coach for other people, but you still get coaching too, right? Yeah. And it's not, uh, no one's coaching me on tax law or, you know, financial topics. It's coaching how to run the business, how to get the, empower my employees or get a buy-in when we're making a change and and not just going there, hey, everybody, uh, guess what? We're making a change because I've decided to see you. You know, that's that might have been what I do five years ago. <laughs> you know, I, I'll be right. I'll admit that because I had the power to do it. So I did it and it was expedient just to do it that way. Well, it's much better to get everybody's buy-in and then it becomes a better solution when they're giving their recommendations and having open forum and allowing for those things. So these are some of the things I'm getting coached on. Again, not tax law. I got that down or I can delegate that to my CPAs. Right, but uh, it, it's the other things like that. And, you know, you mentioned your son-in-law. He was coaching probably the best, greatest basketball player in the world right now, uh, Anthony Davis. And oh yeah, Anthony still gets coaching, and you know you have coaching on running a business. But the important thing is that you're coaching other people and giving them the benefit of your success. And you do that with your clients. You're a coach to your clients too, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, as a advisor. I'm coaching them on their financial health for their lifetime, essentially, uh, much like a doctor would, would do that for your, for your personal health. That's what I'm doing. And, and then they can ask me all kinds of questions. I mentioned in the last segment, this couple that you know, we gave permission to retire now and we saw what it would look like. They also owned a lot on a lake and they asked, well, I don't know if we can do this and afford it, but we really would love to build a cabin there. That would be our dream. And, and I, you know, and I, I don't know if I should take the money out of my investments. And I said, you know what? You should. Yeah. And I told him why. And, you know, it's it's not it's not just to have a lot of money when you're old. Enjoy money when you are you can enjoy it. And, and so that was their dream. And, and they had the lot already. So I'm like, yeah, you can do it. And I showed them the numbers. And they, they couldn't believe it. So not only could they retire, they're going to be okay. But they could build their dream cabin on the lake, peaceful lake that they, you know, north of Spokane it was, and it sounded beautiful. Mm. I said, oh my gosh, you, you just hear how important it was that they would have that in their lifetime. And I gave them permission for that too. And and so just coaching them along that instead of me saying, no, 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 let's buy an annuity with that, or let's put it in the market, or let's mm-hmm. buy you know, no, I said, you should do that. And and so it's very rewarding to help people along those those lines. Uh, and back to uh, your son-in-law, he must be a pretty good coach. The last time I checked, AD has a great big ring he's walking around with that he, <laughs> he picked does. up in the last couple months. He does. He needed a little help from his friends there, too. And that wasn't something that yeah. he was getting in New Orleans. But, uh, yeah, we're really happy for uh, Anthony and the way that things have worked out with him. And it looks like he's going to be signing a longer-term contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. And, you know, my son-in-law moved on up to another basketball team that needs some help and you know he gets coaching as well too so all of us need coaching no matter how good we think we are we can always use coaching because if you don't have that ongoing coaching you tend to fall backwards and you don't want to do that you always want to try to get better and at least coaching is going to at least help you maintain the level of ability that you have right now so i'm going to call you coach evans here for the rest of the program <laughs> coach evans okay well, so we're i do about- coach you know, other advisors on yeah. different topics and so i coach them on how to grow a business or how to do yeah. media uh, with their business or DSTs or yeah. you know tax concepts, advanced strategies. That's that's my realm. So it's more the intellectual part of the profession combined with the media part. Yeah, I don't have these awesome radio shows, and and you know I'm lucky I have you as the co-host here, and 
you know, some of them try to, you, you mentioned during break, you know, you heard some other shows that you'd rather watch paint dry. Some advisor <laughs> by himself is <laughs> trying yeah, to yeah, make an interesting is, hour-long show. It doesn't is always true. pull off very well. No, they're largely infomercials. They tell you the same thing over and over and over again. They have one agenda. And, you know, the first time you listen to it, you kind of get it. The second time you listen to it, mm-hmm. you get it even more. But by the third or the fourth time, you're kind of out of there. And I think that's one of the reasons why this show has lasted as long as it has. Now, seven years and why? We have so many loyal listeners and people who come to you really almost every day, at least every week, and say, I've been listening to you for years, and now I'm in here. And that is because this show has evolved. It has grown. It continues to evolve. And it's an educational show. We tell, we don't sell. And, uh, I mean, even if you don't come in for an appointment, even if you don't have it, it's complimentary, of course. Even if you don't have a look-see at your portfolio, people still learn something from this show. And we're happy to be here as uh, coaches for those people who are out there who maybe don't have as much information as you do and want to learn more, those people who already are on their game and just want to maintain their level of play at this point. So Coach Evans, uh, really happy to have you with me too. You have coached me and I've learned an awful lot from you too. So let's talk about this, some of the things that we want to review before the end of the year. Another one, I understand that RMDs have been suspended for 2020, but still not a bad plan, I understand, to withdraw from your retirement account uh, and do that before December 31st. Is that about right? Yeah, it can be right. Because if you look at, you know, most people think that tax planning means how do I avoid taxes? Well, often you're just deferring taxes. So, oh, great. I didn't have to take money out this year and I can put it off. Well, a couple things there. Maybe you need the money to live on. So you got to take the money. Or maybe you're in the 12% bracket or the 0% bracket. If you're in the 0% bracket, please, 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 create some taxable income to take advantage of that until it's used up. If you're in the 12% bracket and you think next year you might be in the 22 or higher bracket, then you're probably a good candidate to take income now to level load that so you can take it out of the higher bracket, twice as high bracket, move it into half, you know, half price sale on taxes, and then you're not going to pay that higher bracket in the following year. So timing is one of the most critical ways to do tax planning. It's not getting out of it. You're going to pay the tax on retirement money or your heirs will, unless you give it to charity directly, which we'll talk about today. But for the most part, it's about uh, managing your brackets so that when you're taxed, uh, you're taxed in a lower bracket as opposed to bunching it up into a higher bracket. Brian, is it a good idea once a year, especially at this time of the year, to take a look at your portfolio and consider rebalancing it? Yeah, I I think, uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's a great idea to look at it. But I would caution that that some people rebalance with emotions. And, you know, I'm getting some people, oh, the market's too high and I'm I'm really nervous. and, And I know I got a long time to retirement or a long retirement plan, but I'm getting nervous. I'm going to go to cash and you know, we might, I might talk to them eight years later and they go, how'd that work out? I mean, I never got out of cash. I'm like, oh, and uh, that's too bad because, you know, the market doubled or tripled during that time, whatever it did. And, and so, yes, I would say it's never a bad idea to, to look at it, but be careful about your reactions. Don't just rely on your emotions to, to help you make a decision on what you should do with a rebalance because you might rebalance yourself out of opportunity that you didn't need to really do because you were a long-term investor. 
We're talking about year-end moves to make here with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs here on our show, Growing Your Wealth. Once again, if you'd like a no-cost, no-obligation plan with Brian or the staff here at Madrona Financial Services, it's not just the Brian Show. There are a lot of other financial advisors here. And of course, keep in mind, too, that Bauer Evans CPAs also works hand-in-hand with Madrona Financial Services. That number to call for your no-cost, no-obligation plan is 844-MADRONA, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And as always, you can find out more about the firm. You can vet it online at madronafinancial.com. In our next segment, we're going to talk about a shark that could really rear its ugly head and bite you, and that's taxes. So we'll talk about the tax shark here in just a moment when Growing Your Wealth continues right after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. Many people are experiencing unexpected job loss and find themselves in uncharted waters. From some of the largest employers in our area laying off employees to the smallest having to close their doors, this is impacting many of us and our neighbors. Losing a job is hard enough, but with the added stress of what to do with your 401k or other employer-sponsored plans, it can feel overwhelming. At Madrona Financial Services, we are here to help bring clarity, direction, and strategy to your financial world. Our staff of wealth managers and CPAs can answer your questions and provide the type of guidance these times require. You can start by scheduling a complimentary phone call or virtual meeting so we can discuss your personal situation and how we may be able to help. There are important financial considerations when it comes to certain employer-sponsored plans. We'll help explain your options so you can avoid any unnecessary penalties or taxes. Schedule your complimentary meeting today at 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. When you need something important done around the house, you call a professional. Why is it when it comes to retirement investments, most people don't know what theirs is built on or even if it's right for them? Madrona Financial Services is made of a team of professionals that will create a retirement plan as individual as you are and make sure your financial foundation is clear to you every step of the way. Call them today at 844-MADRONA for a no-obligation retirement readiness review. They'll learn about what you want most out of retirement, plus you'll get an investment and retirement analysis and a tax analysis. You've worked hard to earn it and save it. Take the time to have the right professionals help you keep it and grow it. Find a better way at Madrona Financial Services and bring everything together. Call Madrona Financial Services today for your free retirement readiness review at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about smart tax moves to make before the end of the year. Of course, people often think about charitable contributions here at the end of the year. Now, you can do it two ways. You can give cash or you can give physical items, too. But let's first of all talk about cash. What are the limitations there and what should we know about cash contributions? Yeah, with uh, cash uh, donations to charities, there are some limitations. You can deduct up to 60% of your adjusted gross income. That's not a problem for most people. I mean, if your adjusted gross income is hundred grand. Well, you can make a $60,000 donation, but usually people aren't in that boat. 
but you know it used to be 50 percent. sometimes that it, that does matter you know somebody's maybe uh, doesn't have a lot of taxable income but because they're not working but they have a lot of money and they want to make some sizable gifts so that is something to keep in mind also uh, with property donations you're limited to 30 percent of your adjusted gross income and it was interesting because early in my career i was and we had a i was at a cpa firm and one of the partners made a goof uh, on somebody he gave him some advice and uh he said well if you donate this this thing that you're going to donate then you'll never pay taxes again because you'll just carry forward your deduction and so they did it and then he was had an oops mom moment hmm. because uh, i remember the donation was 13 acres in hunts point in bellevue Hmm. Now, I don't know how many <laughs> hundreds of millions that would be worth today, but at yeah. the time, 30 years, oh gosh, yeah, over 30 years ago, it was still a $13 million charitable donation. Wow. But they could only deduct 30% of their adjusted gross income annually. And he had a little egg on his face on that one. So <laughs> before you make a very large gift, make sure you understand the rules about deductibility if you think, well, if I just give this thing, I'm going to be able to not pay any tax. So uh, luckily, it wasn't my error. I was I was a, just a young staff accountant at the time. But I'll never forget that little, you know, there's so many rules in these two million page tax code that, wow. you know, that's why it's tough being a CPA. There's so much to know. But that was, that was one I found, uh, boy, I'll never forget that. Brian, if you've got highly appreciated stock, I mean, could I donate that to charity in lieu of cash and get several tax benefits in one? Yes. And so here's how that works. Let's say that you paid $1,000 for Microsoft stock and uh, now it's worth hundred grand, and you want to give it to a charity. Well, you can sell that stock and maybe you're in the 15% bracket, maybe the 20, but probably in the 20 if you're able to give that kind of money and maybe in the 23.8% bracket. So you could sell that stock for $100,000 and pay, we'll just round it, $20,000 in tax and give the charity $80,000. Or you can give them the stock directly. Mm-hmm. They sell the stock. They don't pay tax on gains. They're a charity. Nobody pays tax on the gain. You have a $100,000 gift you just made instead of an $80,000 gift because you had to pay 20 grand in taxes and you do, and you get a bigger deduction that way and now that is limited to 30% of your just gross income and you can carry that forward if you don't use it all up so these are the things you want to look at but there's an example where it's better to give appreciated property whether it's land or real estate or stock usually it's stock usually it's a tech stock you know something that went way up in value And so we're doing that for clients right now where we're doing direct gifts. So that's how you can donate highly appreciated stock to charity in lieu of cash. We're talking about some tax moves, smart tax moves to make before 2021. And another one would be to max out your retirement plan contributions. Always a pretty good idea, right? Yeah, you might have. uh, Let's say that you're contributing your 401k plan. You're putting 1000 a month into it. And you're getting up towards the end of the year, and it may be too late for that, but, you know, it's we're getting pretty late in the year to do tax planning for 2020. But you may have a lot of room left where you can contribute more. And, you know, I would advise you to go online and just say, well, instead of pulling, you know, 8% of my paycheck out, pull 100% out for the rest of the year so I can get that number up, uh, you know, if you have money in your accounts to live on outside of that. And so 
you know, you can do up to 100% into your retirement accounts, but you can't just add your own money to it. It has to be dex- a payroll deduction for 401k type contributions and so forth. But that's something you, you, you could consider to try and max that out and, and then start planning for next year. If you are contributing 3%, 5%, 8%, think about whether you could do more. As we just talked about with your your friend that, that has over a million dollars in his retirement account just by putting a little bit away, that reminds me of the paper that I did, wrote about the million-dollar lattes, right. and where I took age 25, two lattes a day, tax and tip with inflation. Instead of doing that, you put it into your 401k plan. It's less than $10 a day to start. And then you put it in the S&P 500, you got the company match. And by the time you were 65 years old, you'd have over a million dollars in that account. Mm. That's all it takes. That's a compounding effect. That's time on your side. So if you can start, if you can look at your 401k plan and say, you know, instead of 8%, I think I could do 11 or I could do 14 or whatever it is, do it. Set it down. You probably won't miss it. You'll sure appreciate this little nugget of advice later on in your life. And I remember I listened to that show with that guy talking about his basketball playing son-in-law or something and coach i mean i don't know they watch the show coach or something i don't remember i yeah, do right, remember right. i was supposed to up the amount of contributions and so uh, please take that little nugget and if it's not for you give it to somebody else uh, especially somebody younger yeah the million dollar latte i almost forgot about that that was one of the greatest stories that you told in the beginning there and you know at least i would say four times a week my wife will send me get me the pumpkin spice latte of course it's always five dollars and 76 cents for the uh, grande pumpkin spice latte but uh, i mean if i were to save that money into an account at time on my side boy how much money would that be with 576 and you add the tip i mean you're up to seven bucks or so and that's uh, you know almost thirty dollars a week Week there, so that is significant. That million dollar latte. Also, oh, let's Ryan, be clear, uh, Jeff. I'm not telling you not to buy a pumpkin spice latte. Those are awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'll just tell yeah. my wife. Listen, Brian says don't buy you the coffee. <laughs> she's yeah, like, oh. <laughs> don't buy. No, don't throw me under the tires. No, here. she's going to no, say get her, her pumpkin spice latte because divorces are more expensive. <laughs> oh than, yeah, than pretty much anything on the planet. So let's let's keep her happy. Yeah, but I, I would say that you know I'd see people coming in with an americano and. Um, okay, well, we serve you free coffee here. It's not that much. It's pretty good coffee, too. Yeah. And it's not that much different from that Americano, except it's free to you here, and it's not $4. And so, that you know, if uh, you got to watch what you're substituting. But holiday season, get your pumpkin spice holiday there you latte. Go. Yeah, we'll just do it during the holiday season. Normally, she likes all of your advice. That would be the one thing that she doesn't like. Now, a lot of people at the end of the year, too, may receive, if they're lucky, they may receive a bonus. That is a paycheck bonus. Now, I know that we're in historically low tax rates right now, and the promise from uh, incoming President Biden is that he's going to raise tax rates. Would it be a good idea to take that bonus here before the end of the year, or would you suggest delaying that bonus till next year to put it in next year's taxes? That's a great question. And the reason it's a great question is because it allows me to speak about how tax planning is not about the year that you're in. It's about the year that you're in plus the year or years ahead. Okay. And so that's what it's really about. So that's where we take a look at it and we go, well, maybe I should accelerate income instead of delay income. Because next year, I think my income's going up and I'm worried about the tax rates going up if they get raised with the new administration, uh, assuming that, that that all comes to play. So I would say that there is definitely an opportunity to move income this year into this year. You might want to take it. 
but that depends on the rest of your income. So if you're in a high bracket this year, you may not want to do that. You may want to delay it if you can. So it has to do with bracket management and making sure you level load your income as most you know best you can. You certainly can choose on capital assets, but you can't always choose on income. But if you did have year-end bonus coming and you said, you know, hey, can I delay it to next year? Your your boss may go, well, no, because I need the deduction this year because of my tax situation. So, you know, we're 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 we got to work uh, work with that side of things too. We're talking about smart tax moves to make before 2021 with Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Once again, complimentary, no cost to obligation financial plan is on the table for you for the taking. If you would like yours, good idea to do that before the end of the year to get 2021 off to a good start. Call 844-MADRONA to request your plan, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And of course, you know the website, madronafinancial.com. Brian, we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we'll continue to talk about smart tax moves to make before 2021 gets here. All that and more when our show continues after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. As we come up on the end of the year, a lot of people are asking me about gifting strategies, charitable strategies that they can take advantage of. I just wanted to touch on that because we might be thinking about, you know, a lot of our favorite charities might be really struggling. And if you're able to, it'd be a good time to consider helping them out. One of the interesting strategies that people don't know about is even if you don't itemize your deductions, you might go, well, you know, I don't get any tax benefit out if I give money. Well, in this year, if you give it by the end of the year, December 31st, you can have a $300 deduction for a cash charitable donation, even if you don't itemize. But on top of that, there's a lot of different things we can look at. Let's say that you have an IRA and you want to give some money to a charity. If you take money out of the IRA, you're going to pay taxes on that at your highest marginal bracket. And then whatever's left, you can give to your charity. Well, I would consider or offer this that you would want to donate directly from the IRA to the charity. Then there's no income tax pulled out of that and the charity gets more money. So you bypass taxation. You can also do that with appreciated stock. Let's say you own, you bought some Microsoft, it went way up. You could sell it and pay the capital gains and give what's left to the charity. Or you can donate that directly to the charity. They sell it. They don't pay income tax on that. So you've made a bigger gift. You can set up a donor advised funds. Let's say that you have a high taxable income this year and you want to take advantage of your high bracket. You can put money into that and gift that over time, but take all the deduction now. There's a lot of different ways that we can help charities in these troubled times. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, Madrona Financial, Investments, Retirement, Taxes, and Legacy, madronafinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about tax moves to make before the end of the year. 
And Brian, I've often heard from uh, people such as you. I have other friends who are financial planners. Of course, nobody's as good as you. But nevertheless, I've heard about selling dogs here at the end of the year. And I'm talking about the canine. I'm not talking about selling your canine, your puppy dog. But I'm talking about selling those underperforming stocks or investments to do something that's called tax loss harvesting. What is that? Yeah, I mean, if you have uh, losses in a, in a, not in your IRA, but outside of your IRA in a stock and you sell it, you can only claim $3,000 of that loss and $3,000 a year after that, or you can offset that against capital gains. So sometimes you have a, a gain in a stock and, and or some gains that you recognize and you're getting to the end of the year and you're going, huh, I don't want to pay taxes on all of that. And I have this loser here. But if, if you had an individual stock that you just picked the wrong one, gosh darn it, I should have picked a, a home, home Depot instead of home base. And I should have picked, you know, whatever you did, you know, okay, I whiffed on that one. And so you might have something like like that situation where you want to uh, take the loss. So tax loss harvesting is something that you could do here, talking about smart tax moves to make before 2021. What if you're a small business owner, uh, Brian? I know you're a small business owner. What are some of the things that you should consider tax-wise before uh, 2020 turns to 2021? I think the biggest thing is knowing where you're at. I can't tell you how many times I've talked to somebody, yeah, I started a business a year ago, and I'm doing really well. I'm making lots of money, and I'm investing in trucks and inventory and equipment and blah, blah, blah. And and then I, you get to the end of the year and you're partway into the next year and you, you got some news for them that uh, not only do they have to pay the income tax, they have to pay the 15% plus self-employment tax. And so their taxes are roughly 40% of what they made. And, you know, between the two years they're up, you know, 200 grand and you get to inform them, yeah, you owe about $80,000 and they just turn white and pass out on me. And, mm. you know, back in the old days, and I'd have to tell them this because, you know, they didn't let me know what was going on. They came in after the fact and they can't believe it and they weren't prepared for it. And now where are they going to come up with 80 grand? They just sunk it all in their business and they can't deduct it all right, you know, maybe because of inventory or whatever it is. And they're just you know, they're building up their working capital and they go, well, I've got accounts receivable. I've got inventory. I've got stuff. I, I can't send that to the IRS. I'm like, yeah, I know. So it's it's very difficult for a small business coming out of the gates. And, and you know, that's where we start talking about maybe forming an LLC and electing S-corp status and trying to reduce some of these taxes. But by then it might be too late. And so knowing where you're at, you know, I always know where I'm at relative to last year. So if I know I'm, my income's up, I know how much over year over year, I know how much I paid in taxes last year, I can tell you just about precisely how much more I'm going to have to come up with by April 15th. So I know where it's at. I know that the money's put aside. So every business should be thinking along those lines. Brian, the standard deduction these days for married couples, $24,000. That might go away next year. We just don't know at this point. But in the old days, we used to try to make an extra mortgage payment at the end of the year, at least before the end of the year, to get that deduction. Is that still a good idea to try to do that, make that extra mortgage payment? Does that still work? It depends on on kind of the rest of your tax return. So if you're close to that standard deduction, you're going, gosh, I get 24000 but my itemized deductions are always twenty grand. Or 22, and I don't get any benefit from it. And you know, part of that is a 15,000 annual donation that you make. Well, I would consider bunching things up. I would say, you know, 
make the the low year where you don't even make the donation and, and you only make 11 mortgage payments because you bunched up the next or the previous year and you had 13 mortgage payments and then you doubled up on your charitable deduction so that by putting more itemized deductions into a single year you could surpass that $24,000 piece and get some benefit from that and then in the off year you're way below the 24,000 and you just take the 24,000 standard deduction Brian, there's an apartment building going up in downtown Everett that I've been watching. And on the top of this apartment building, they've got all of these solar panels there. If you want to be more environmentally conscious and score a tax break in the process, I mean, if you were to do something like that, install solar panels, is that something that you could take a tax deduction on here in 2020? Actually, it's better than that. You can take a tax credit. And credits are better than deductions. Yeah, because you have a $10,000 tax deduction and you're at the 22% bracket, that's worth $2,200. If you have a $10,000 tax credit, that's worth $10,000. And so credits are way more valuable than deductions. So yeah, you can get a tax credit. There is some phasing out for residential in 2022. Uh, for residential tax credits, but that I doubt that that's going to continue to be phased out because certainly this administration is going to be pushing hard for more credits related to green energy. And that's the benefit, too, of a person like yourself, Brian, with Bauer Evans CPAs here, in addition to Madrona Financial Services, is the fact that you can talk about all these tax things, talking about tax moves here to make before 2021. Another one has to do with health savings account contributions. Should you be trying to max those out here this year before 2020 turns to 2021? Yeah, there's another great way to get another deduction on your tax return and and, uh, put some money away for those potential purposes. And the more money you have in tax-deferred vehicles, the more you have to work with later in life in planning on when you take the money out and pay your tax. And there might be a a year where it's really advantageous because you're in a low bracket for whatever reason to do that. So it gives you more tools to to work with uh, by building those accounts up. Brian, are medical bills tax deductible up to a certain point? Yeah, that would go into my my other area where I said, let's say you were close to the uh, standard deduction and you had your 13 mortgage payments, you double donated that year, and maybe you had some lingering medical bills. Um, pay those off in that same year if they're very high, because uh, you know, yeah, it's limited there, and so that you know, there's computations you can make to see. A lot of people don't get much benefit from medical anymore, but. You might. You might have some big bills. And, and again, it's all about bunching up your expenses. It's funny, tax planning, you want to bunch up your expenses uh, when it comes to itemized deductions. You want to spread out your income, uh, level loading that to take advantage of the brackets. And I've also heard about investing in municipal bonds. Is that something that you would want to do here before the end of the year? Well, that probably wouldn't do you much good because really what you're talking about is the income off of them being tax-free. Now, bonds don't pay a lot of income right now, so it's an investment decision. You know, in the old days, it was really awesome to have municipal bonds. If you're in a high tax bracket and they were paying a pretty high rate, but anymore, you don't get much for them. So it really has become more of an investment decision. But it is true that if you get municipal bond income interest payments, those are tax-free as opposed to treasury bonds or corporate bonds, those are taxable. 
And a lot of people these days, too, have side gigs or side hustles that they're doing in order to maybe make extra cash or, in some cases, just to make ends meet. And if you have a regular job, a W-2 job, I call it, because you get that W-2 at the end of the year where the taxes are withheld, would it be a good strategy to take a look at that W-2 in figuring your taxes on the 1099 and sort of adjust the W-2 to withhold more taxes to make up for what you're not paying on the 1099 side? Yeah, you got to do something because let's say that you're working a bunch of weekends, you made an extra 40 grand on the side. Pretty sure you've spent that. Pretty sure that the tax is going to come at you know, 30, 40% of that. Right. And pretty sure you're going to freak out when you, the tax guy says you owe $15,000 you don't have. Right. So, would have been a good idea to up your withholding throughout the year to account for that $15,000 and uh, so you don't get that big surprise. And also, I think this is probably the most important one here, is to get a good accountant. Now, some people may say, well, I've gotten you know, TurboTax, some of this tax software that I use to do my taxes, but are they really a substitute for a good certified public accountant? Well, you may be surprised my answer here, because a lot of people, TurboTax is going to be just fine for what they need. They don't have a complex tax situation. They're taking their standard deduction, they're they get a W-2s or, or, or they do itemize, but it's pretty simple. It's charitable donations and property taxes and uh, mortgage interest, and they don't have a, a high mortgage or whatever. So there are many reasons why someone might be okay with TurboTax. They don't need particular advice on any tax planning. All these things I've been talking about on the show, they said, well, I don't have any of that. Okay, you probably don't need it then. But I would say that certainly a lot of people that contact me do not have simple situations. They have more complex situations. They have higher net worth, higher assets, higher income. They have a lot of the things we've been talking about on this show or or things I could be talking about. Those are the folks that absolutely, I would say, could use uh, somebody like that. Unfortunately, a lot of people rely on their CPA for advice and uh, people listening may realize yeah, my CPA doesn't really do a lot of advising. CPAs, they'll fill out your tax return, but they don't necessarily advise you on much. And so there's the disconnect. And that's why essentially we created the companies we did to connect those things. Our advisors have access to the CPAs and CPAs have access to advisors to work together to come up with solutions. We're looking at the whole picture, not just a piece of it. And we're not just filling out forms. I'm sitting on this. You've been asking me great questions for an hour here, Jeff, and I just I'm rattling off answers. That's what a CPA (laughs) ideally could do. But they're not licensed to give these answers typically because you have to be licensed as a financial professional. Well, if you're looking for a financial pro, they can also talk taxes. Of course, Madrona Financial Bauer Evans CPAs is the place to be. If you would like some advice that takes into consideration your taxes, once again, you can get that no cost, no obligation plan by contacting Madrona Financial at 844-MADRONA. Also online, you can email us at madronafinancial.com. Well, Brian, this is our last show before Christmas. I want to take this opportunity to thank everybody who has joined us this year and has been with us over the years here for Growing Your Wealth. For Ryan Evans and the entire staff here at Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs, have yourself a happy holiday, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. This is Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPA and host of the Growing Your Wealth radio show. If you're close to or in retirement and don't have a tax plan, get one. It could mean hundreds of thousands of dollars throughout your retirement. Our country has been spending like never before, and that tax bill is coming. 
At Madrona Financial Services, we help build tax strategies into retirement and investment plans designed for you to help keep more of your gains. Take action and call us at 844-MADRONA to schedule a retirement tax analysis today. That's 844-MADRONA. After World War II, taxes reached 90% and were as high as 70% in the 80s. Don't be caught off guard. You can retire right and on your terms. Call to schedule a virtual or in-person review. Our number is 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. The news of the day sounds bleak. Schools are canceled. Travel plans have been canceled. Sports are canceled. But good news, your retirement has not been canceled. At Madrona Financial Services, we are focused on the big picture and don't engage in fear-based decision-making. We know this too shall pass, and the future will hold tremendous opportunity. But you need to make sure your nest egg is safe from market volatility today because you don't get a second chance at retirement. If you're unsure about the safety of your retirement income or your exposure to market volatility, you must take action today. Start by registering for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now by registering at madronafinancial.com. We'll explain what's happening in the financial world and discuss strategies you can put in place to help your portfolio weather this storm. Don't make decisions based on fear and misinformation. It's time to be confident in your financial team and retirement strategy. Register for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A-Financial.com.